I remember saying to him, this is some trip, Sean Murray. This is unbelievable. <laughs> he says, it's not a trip, Muggsy, it's, it's a tour. And I was like, no, but you know what I mean? He says, no, I don't. Probably again, D&G, or the again, D&G, yeah, that's 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 the brand We're back again for another episode of Corolla Tomas in association with Airgrid. Airgrid are the official timing partner of the GAA. Tonight we are joined by Damien Comer of Galway. Damien Garamila Mahagat Asoftavelin. Um you were above an RT yesterday, Damien, and you were like a, a duck to water, a pure natural. It's easier being up there, Damien Schlaten fellas, than it is out on the pitch or on the sidelines. Jeez, I don't know about that. It, it's right in saying I was like a duck a duck in water. I was elegant on top and paddling paddling like mad underneath. But um, ah, yeah, it was a cool experience. It was weird, weird being up there in in that capacity, but um, nice experience all all the same. Yeah, I was um, I don't know what it was. We were all expecting a dour, and I'm not going to spend too much time on yesterday's game. But we were all expecting a dour match in terms of well, not not dour. That's the wrong way to put it. We were expecting a defensive game and the possibility that you could be kind of patiently waiting for the game to kick off, maybe after fifty fifty five minutes. But from the start yesterday, it went two missed goal chances, two goals. Derry took it to Kerry, didn't they? Jeez, they did, yeah. It was, I was mad. Um, I, you'd be lying if you said you'd you seen that coming, in fairness. Like, I, I would have been the same. I would have thought of it, especially in the first half. I thought it might have opened up in the second half a little bit more. But um, the first the first 10 minutes was unbelievable. Like, it was just, it was end-to-end attack defend um i'd say the defensive coach paddy taddy and kerry and the defend kiramina and his defensive coaches in in, in derry are wondering what's going on here but um you'd wonder is that the way they set it out because normally normally in the game you try and you try and like it'd be nearly like a boxing match you'd you'd, you'd try and figure each, each other out in the first few minutes see see what type of system they're playing but they didn't get they didn't get a chance to settle at all it was literally bang 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 yeah the four the four goal chance two of them taken jesus it, it was a mad start Kiran Mina, to be fair, he gave an absolutely brilliant interview after. Um, and it, it's been tough, the whole situation up there, Rory Gallagher, everything, it's been really, really tough. But Derry, I always thought, and I didn't think it was in him to bring something extra to Crow Park. But Jesus, they're going to be knocking on the door, Damien, aren't they? Their minors are after winning in All Ireland. Their schools are constantly churning out players. They're going to be a force, like they're not going away. No, definitely not. Yeah, they're doing they're doing serious work at underage level, like and it's and it's and it's coming true. Like, but I just often you find with um, a running team, which Derry are, um, ironically enough, the few times that they actually did kick the ball yesterday, they got they got turnovers out of it. So, um, you can see probably why they run it so much. But like, it's very hard to to run the ball in Croker for for seventy plus minutes, and. Like watching them yesterday, they were up and down, up and down. I, it's a credit to their their strength and conditioning because they're a seriously, seriously fit outfit. Um, maybe towards the last, they probably possibly ran out a little bit of steam, 
um, just when Kerry were pulling away. But um, yeah, formidable for sure. Yeah, like last year, I'm sure even chatting to a few Derry supporters leaving yesterday, last year they felt against those they didn't perform and they were deservedly beaten. But yesterday they they felt like they it was it was one that definitely got away. And it's 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 hard to disagree with them as well with the the goal chances. Like they did an awful lot right, rather than just maybe not as clinical in front of goal as they would have liked to have been. But um, it was some performance. Yeah, I was. You had a handy job. You were inside the studio. I had to rush off to do the night show. So we were running down the stairs, out the gap, and every second carry supporter I met, Jesus, we're goose without your man. If anything happens to that fit inside in the corner, we're in trouble. Everybody was talking about Clifford. It doesn't matter how much you get right. The man, like he, what I love about him, Damien, I keep saying it. He just performs when the heat is on, doesn't he? He just yeah. freaking delivers every time. He's got a great temperament. There was an awful lot of off-the-ball stuff all over the place. But he keeps the head like, and it's a hard thing. You you must, and I heard you talking. It was brilliant yesterday. Like, Derry, you've played against him. It's going to be, there's going to be verbals. There's going to be physical stuff. And in fairness, you don't react that often. But I, <laughs> I was the type of player, I react every single time. His temperament is unreal, isn't it? Yeah, you feel you feel like reacting, but it's like it's it's it, what good is it going to do you, and what good is it going to do your team? But um, so no, you kind of just I I've gotten to the stage now, but probably when I was younger, I would have reacted an awful lot quicker, um, and be involved in that bit more. But um, now I just try I just laugh it off, be, <laughs> try and try and try and do your talking with football. But yeah, going back to Clifford, he is un he is unmarkable. Like even like in fairness to McCaig yesterday, he like. The one that he kicked into Hill 16, his second point off the left, like McKay couldn't have done more. Literally left something on him as he kicked the ball as well to try and put him off balance. And, and Clifford was backing up as he kicked it. And it still still went over. And the one off the right as well, um, into the Davin end, like under serious pressure against from McKay on his right foot and leaning back, had to kick it. it like his kicking style, I've seen it was James Crombie's photo going around today yeah. of his of his kick. Like he's literally he's literally in a split stance. His yeah. foot goes so high, but it's so hard. His technique of kicking the ball, it's so hard to block him because he kicks up so high that it's very hard to get, get your hands close to where he's kicking. And he's so quick at getting the ball away as well. Uh, he's a phenomenal talent, but just his, his consistency mm. is, is ridiculous. Like He always he always shows up and uh, he's, he's a generational talent. I know I met you yesterday. The last time I met you, it was with Paul Conroy. We had around the golf. Are you playing any golf at the moment? Is the handicap coming down? No, I played. I'd say this is this is the least amount of golf I played this year. Um, I'll have, I'm trying to get back into it, but it's just trying to find time. And during the year, trying to play during the year, then with and staying fresh for football and stuff wasn't ideal. But we'll we'll get a game again. I'll take that twenty quid back off. Yeah. Well, if we ever get an invite, if you're getting invited anywhere, Dave, you're uh, there is the place to go, isn't it? Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Come here. You're probably. What is your view with the? with the the club and the county season like is it a case for you it doesn't really bother the inter-county player because the inter-county player is going to be fat out for the season anyway do you find that yeah i think i think it, it probably it hampers you nearly if you go well in club and county it hampers you in, in the fact that you've you've no downtime at all it's literally your full run through like say Last year, I, I went did a bit of traveling after we lost semi final Salt Hill in the club championship, and that was like the start of November. So I or the end of October, start of November, and I booked my flight then for the third of November. But if I didn't book, if I didn't go on a flight that time and go away for a few weeks, um, 
I, you'd been back into preseason straight away. So it's like there's no there is there is no break there the way the structure is at the moment. Where the way it was, you, you used to get a few weeks off yeah. that you could just go away, do whatever you wanted. Um so it is it is quite congested, but look at this with with the way the competitions are, I don't know is there an easy fix for it. And obviously if, if there was it would be done by now, but you'd have to look at you'd have to look at the provincial championships probably just even even in the way they were run run this year like say when like mayo playing that mayo playing the league final and then out six or seven days after the league final in the first round of championship like what preparation yeah. can you do for that like and then they, they happen to lose that game and they have six weeks off then yeah. to prepare for the the group stages so just the whole the whole setup of it like i know it caught us in the end with games um, coming thick and fast in the middle of it because just we just couldn't seem to get get fixed with injuries and stuff like that. Yeah, hadn't didn't have the bit of luck that we had probably last year in getting to the All Ireland finals. But um, yeah, it's very tight. Like if you get even a dead leg, if you get a dead leg in a game, which can easily happen, like you're under pressure to be out for the following weekend. Like, do you find, do you think teams will learn? I know, no, it didn't. He, he started off well enough in the group stage of the All Ireland. Do you think teams will learn and put huge, huge emphasis, maybe that they weren't in the? Everybody was talking about how flat the championship was. I know it's probably different from from your eyes because you were involved in the middle of it, and you probably describe it as anything but flat. But do you think teams would be focusing in and saying, "Christ Almighty, every single game is vital. It's the difference between a home." maybe draw at the end or on the way or getting into the quarters or not. Do you think this year was difficult to read, how to gauge it? Next year, everybody will know better. Yeah, probably it probably might have been from some aspects, but in fairness um, to PJ, he was from the start, he was literally like, I know he was saying, he had heard, he's like, oh, the outside, the outside perception is that the group should three teams go out, sir. Sure, you'd want to be a very, you'd want to be doing very bad if you didn't get out of the group because yeah. t- three teams go through. But he's like, it has massive implications if you don't come, if you don't top your group because you're going to be playing three weeks in a row. And he made that clear from the start. So like, we knew basically that every game that we were playing, we had to, we had to win it, like because you're going to be under pressure otherwise coming down the stretch, getting to a quarter final or getting to, or else you're going to be involved in a prelim. And like realistically, with all the games you play during the league and. And the group stage, say the provincial and the group stages, like you've a lot of games played there already, and, you, and one less game would be more ideal going into going into the latter part of the championship than having that extra game and playing three weeks in a row. So, um, look, I'd say like no, we we messed up big time, and I know Mayo will will feel the same when they had their chance to to play Cork. They would have if they came out of that. Like both of us got in a very sticky situation, um, and then ended up getting each other in in the in the draw, which. It's probably inevitable, but um, yeah, it's just it, it 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 does show the importance of it, and I think yeah, teams will learn a lot. But I think I think from from this year we would have we would have targeted every game like knowing that how important that first spot was. Jesus, when you look at it like the championship sixty four, I think the All Ireland final will be the sixty fourth game in the championship. Like it is some hall, isn't it, to come all the way? Like I my own argument, I'm not even going to get into it. I, I know Connacht is competitive enough and Ulster is fairly constantly competitive. But I question then the other two provinces, like the the, the journey they have through it is, is uh, it's easier. Like, it's, there's no doubt. Oh, can I come back to the, the club, Anadown, right? So you're with Anadown. You lost semi-final championship last year. I heard the fierce story of a, of a great character, the great Tom Nocton from your club. 
And yeah. is this true? Tell me if this is true. And I hope this is the story at the end of it. There's a, a twist in it. That your local lotto that he he Tom was obviously a great Galway player. He won eight eight or nine Connacht titles with Galway. He won an All Star with Galway. I I think he played in a few All Ireland finals, but never got over the line. But when he he's a, a bit of a character, and your local lotto he'd sign it All Star. Is that true? <laughs> Jeez, I'm not even sure myself. <laughs> no one so said no one... to me that he signs the local lotto ticket All Star, and I says. Sure, Comer got an all-star last year into the same club. Does he still sign it all-star? No, 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 the man Tom Nocton, I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Come here, the, the club, um, Damien, oh, you got to the semi-final last year. Do you, like, it's, is it always the same way in every county? It's hard to get out of, it's hard to get out of the county, isn't it? I know Corrafin have dominated for a good while and had a brilliant team. It's more level now, isn't it? Yeah, no, Carfin dominated for, for years. Um, but even in even in them few years, like we were we were knocking on the door semi finals, we had them bet literally going into injury time and they, they pulled it back and won by a point. I think that was the first All Ireland club All Ireland that they won and the following year it was it was Tume Stairs that had them bet and lost it again literally the last minute of the game and Montpellier went to a replay. Like the but they were a phenomenal team at, the, at that time. But now, yeah, now it's gone very, it's, the spread is very even. Like, Mike would probably be the strongest team in, in Galway at the moment. Then you'd have, like, Montpellier were still there. Curfin, there's not much being said about them at the moment, which is always a dangerous thing. Um, Like, they have they have a few lads back. I think Silky's back from, from New Zealand. Kieran Malloy back from injury. Berkey back playing with them as well. So they're three players that they wouldn't have had for club championship um, last year. So they will, they will be strong again. And, and Salt Hill have a very good underage underage crew coming through. Like, um, we had a decent year last year. In fairness, could have beaten could have beaten Salt Hill in the in the semi final, um, and then we, it would have been my call in the final. But at, when you get to a final, of course, you never know never know what could happen. This year, obviously, we'll see we'll see how far we can get again. Do you find when you when you finish up with the county, do you find and it's only natural the club lads have been probably without you all year long. Do you find that it's, there's a bit of pressure then, like that they'd be saying, come on, we need you down there, and you might not feel like, you know, there's plenty of years when we lost and you lost badly, and the boys would come looking for you, and you don't feel like going training, you don't feel like playing football. Do you get any of that, or do you find the club a release to get back into it? Yeah, well, nor- normally what, it, what I say when inter-county finishes, you'd, you'd go on a holiday or you'd have a, You'd have a good time for for a few days after drown your sorrows or whatever it may be, and then I once to be honest, once a week or two, I wouldn't go near it for a week or two just to you clear the head and even just the routine of going training, packing the bag and stuff. Just forget about that for for a couple of weeks and just let the body completely reset. Um, but then I feel like after after a couple of weeks go by, it's nice to go back to the club lads in as well because like you know them, you know them so well from when you're growing up and stuff. It's actually nice and and. I suppose you're always you're in the club WhatsApp during the year when there's league games going on and like I got to a couple of league games this year, but it's very hard to even like they train the same night as we train, so yeah. it's very hard to to get back to to see them or to even interact with them a bit. Like so, even from a social point of view, it's even nice to go back seeing seeing some of the lads that you mightn't have seen mightn't have seen in a good while. But um, yeah, no, I I I think the break is important just to clear the head first of all, but. Um, no, I do enjoy going back once once I've got that period of rest, yeah. This season, the show is brought to you by Airgrid. They're the proud sponsors of the Under-20 All-Ireland Football Championship. 
Not only is Airgrid delivering a cleaner energy future for Ireland, they are invested in development of our most promising GA players and the managers that helped them to shine. The club, Damien, like, I know there's, there's great enjoyment in winning with the county and all that. I found with the, the club team at home, the club mates, the fellas you grew up with, the fellas you went to school with, the fellas you had to crack with all the way up. Um, is there something special about playing and winning with those fellas that you'll possibly never get with the county? Yeah, there probably is. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, our club hasn't been overly successful, so I don't have I don't have too much experience. Um, but for even run, from underage, like winning different things at underage, it does. But I suppose like then down through the years, like your your county, we spend so much time training with inter county, like whether it's training days, weekends away. Um, like you go to training at six o'clock, you make me home to ten o'clock. It's nearly another another parting job. Whereas club, you go you go back for an hour and a half. You do your training and you're home again, um, unless you go for a few drinks after or whatever, um, with the boys or after a game. But there is there is part of it. But I I do enjoy. I have to say I enjoy them equally. Um, I couldn't say one or the other. But um, there probably is that that more special bond with the, the lads that you've you've grown up with, even when you're going out after games. When it comes around to championship and stuff, um, there is that bond. But um no at club it's just it's it's a, it's a special group i suppose because because of the the bonds you've made from from when you're young lad yeah Do you know you're talking from when you're young and when you were you went to jarlis didn't you mm. yeah like you didn't play galway minor didn't play minor no yeah and how like i've there's plenty geez we had tom sullivan who i i rate as one of the best not to tom sullivan that's playing now but the the old tom sullivan um he was one of the best. He never played minor. Brian Fenton from Dublin never played minor, and one of the greatest midfielders of all time. Like, what? How, how did it? How was it a slow burner? Can you put a finger on it, or how, what made you keep plugging away? Was there people involved? Was there somebody who kept plugging away? What? What you put it down to? It's probably I. To be honest, I'd say the biggest thing was that I was a late developer, even growth growth spurt wise. Um, it was probably towards leaving cert when I started actually getting a growth spurt. And obviously, like developing physically, then that starts to help your game, whether it's power and even pace and stuff. So that would have been that would after fucking growing a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm telling you, even if you ask the lads, the lads will be slagging like that. I used to be, I used to be tiny when I was in like fifty, even in fifty or like small. Yeah. And the time the boys got to the Hogan Cup final, um, in Jarlis, like I, I didn't play that year. Just more so, I lost interest as well. Um, probably could I could have played and might and probably would have been good enough to play, but just had kind of lost interest and didn't bother. And then minor, yeah, I went to a couple of trials. I think there was three trials. And I went to two trials, um, up in Loch George there in Kagawa, and didn't make it anyway at that time. Um, still, still keep slagging. I think it was Tommy Joyce that was the manager at the time. <laughs> Tommy Joyce and Scanner, our selector, though, so still giving a bit of slagging there. He didn't pick me, but um. And then it was just after that, it was playing, I, I started off and said, my brother were midfield for the junior C's back in the club. Um, and then after that, then played all right in a couple of games, got brought up to the junior A's and we got to like a, a the county final in the junior A's, North Board county final. And the under 21 manager then, it was only like minor had only finished. So this is, minor had finished summer of whatever, whatever that was, 20, oh, 2013. Summer of summer twenty twelve, sorry, minor would have finished, and then by December twenty twelve, 
the junior A final was on. I got man of the match. I think I was marking an under twenty one from the year before. It might have been Dahi Burke who played hurling now or Ron Steeder, one of them, and it did well did well enough. And the under twenty one manager rang me up or texted me actually and said, Do you want to come in for a trial? And a few of my friends were already in train, like Shane would have been in there and Varley's would have been in there and stuff. And I, I when I got texted in, Alan Flynn was the manager at the time he texted me, I thought it was a piss take. <laughs> I've heard of few, boys, one of the boys acting the maggot. Yeah, I've heard of a few boys getting stung for that, where they be, they get a text off one, some random number and they end up showing up to train. They weren't, they weren't, it wasn't even off the manager. <laughs> so I had to double check whose number it was, and it was actually Alan Flynn. So I went in then, yeah, went in for a trial, and that was just after Christmas in the under twenty one, and kind of just that's where it all started really. Um, joined the boys. I was like, th- th- I was only eighteen, so I was like, the reason I went in was because. I had self self belief now and stuff and confidence wouldn't have been good at all. Like as in I yeah. I wouldn't have played any any age for Galway, like uh wouldn't have been at all. Like I'd been a decent player for the club, but that would have been it. But um yeah, then I suppose just went from just kind of got more confident in that and, and grew a little bit into the role and stuff. I played like I would have played cornerback and wing back when I was younger and started playing wing back for the Galway and Trillions that time. Um and then I think it was a challenge. I don't know. We played tip in a challenge before the first championship game. And I was kind of scoring a point a game. So I was like, I got a point against tip as well. I was like, geez, you know what? I might actually, I might actually make the team for the next year. If not, I'd be, I'd be talking. Yeah. And uh, then it came around to the game and Alan Flynn pulled me aside before the train. He said, I'm going to start your midfield. And I was like, all right myself and Finton and Curran but Tom Flynn who is he was he would have been paired up with Finton for the on the one in in 2011 so he was injured at the time so I basically I, I was like I'll I'll be here now until Tom comes back yeah and was, we played Sligo Mayo and then the kind of final Tom was back I was like I surely know I get the bullet here and they moved me then to wing forward played wing forward then for for the rest of it um and we won the All-Ireland that year so I was like I was like great first year is even winning that, winning any All Ireland, like was there anybody when you were coming in that time and you were I'll always remember the first time I went into the Kerry Miners, I was absolutely I was bricking it and I was so nervous and I always remember I didn't have a clue who he was at the time, didn't have a notion, didn't know any of the lads. Jesus, I was I was absolutely out of my depth altogether and Eamon Fitzmaurice came over and introduced himself and said, Best to look and bloody bland it made it easier. I still, I, I played a match, I'd say, two, I came in very, very late. But can you remember anybody inside that time that, do you know the way, I, I, I'm I, getting the vibe after you, you felt, geez, I, do I belong here or don't I belong here? Or was it a performance you put in that gave it or did you get great help off the boys inside there? It might be management or players. Yeah, um, it was probably, probably Adrian Verley. He, I remember, he'd be a good friend of mine, like, um, and, we did one fifty the training. Like I had no, I don't know fitness training to that level or, at all. Like you'd be doing a few, a few runs over the pitch for the club, but like it was never, it was never to that level. And we were doing one fifties, and I nearly died. And he was like, he was like, "You're, you're grand. Stick at it. Like you'll get there." And I remember the Alan Flynn texted me. And he said we have a fitness test coming up on the sixth of January, and that was grand. So in the in the fitness test, we had to do a jump test, and my jump was one of the best in there. Um. I'd never really done any gym, and so I could. I think I was only benching like sixty kilos or something. I didn't even know. How, I didn't even know how to lift it properly. <laughs> I could get it. I could. I could throw it up, but it was. It wasn't pretty. And chin ups. I could do a few chin ups. My sprint was was quick, so it, they were like they were happy that I was explosive. But then, um, I was kind of sick after Christmas. I was on 
antibiotics or whatever, but we did an indoor, there's an indoor track in Loch George. It's like a 25 meter track. So we did 150s out five, the shuttle runs out five back and whatever, however far you can get in 30 seconds. So I'd never done them before. No one told me how to do them. I'd say I won the first one anyway. I'd say I got the full 150. You're only supposed to get around 125, 130 each one. I'd say I nearly got 150 on the first one. And after we were supposed to do six of them, after three I had to pull out. <laughs> I was like, that's me, that's me done anyway. I'm after I'm after shooting myself in the foot. I'm not even here two weeks and I'm gonna get dropped. <laughs> do you enjoy the hard training? It always has to be done like. Do you enjoy it? No. <laughs> Straight up no. I know I did like uh I the, do the short stuff. The short stuff you'd enjoy. It's the long stuff that's the hard stuff, like isn't it? Yeah, long stuff. I remember under Kevin we did geez, we did some some long, <laughs> long slogging like um no, it wasn't it wasn't pretty. When you're that winter running when you're running and the and the ground is is going from under you and you're literally stuck in the mud, you feel like you're not moving, that's torture. Absolute torture. Um, it's, men- it's more mental though, isn't it? You get it is mental, yeah. But I like doing it. I hate it. But when you've done, then there's like there's like a sense of achievement, and it's just it actually you feel good after. But every I used to dread every day going training when, in them dark nights, just horrible. Well, I I have a feeling like for for you lads, I don't think the the players now, and I I know a few of them, and my cousin is is married to Paul Ganey, and he minds himself throughout the year. We used to fall off a cliff, like so. If we went out of county championship or out of the All Ireland, Jays was three months of debauchery. So you come back and you come back in bad shape. So the first six weeks of training would be absolutely torture. I don't think fellas leave themselves go as much, Damien, anymore, do they? They're probably a small bit, but not. Yeah, no, not I. Even in in my earlier years, say starting out, I would have I would have been more like that as well. Once it finish up, you'd you'd be you'd be in bad shape coming back and it was kind of just it was kind of just a you'd let loose because you could like you nearly you nearly pack your socializing into the two months that you can that you missed out in the nine months earlier on but um no now we, now you get a bit better it's just it's it's probably because of, when i did it so much it was it's that it's that feeling that when you go back to lock George in the dark nights and you're running around the pitch and you're like why did i do this to myself when you go from a, when you go from a certain level of fitness you and like it's amazing when you train so hard and you're in that that physicality and in great physical shape and then like literally two weeks or three weeks go by where you're not minding yourself and even if you just go for a run you're like oh god it's like i haven't trained in months <laughs> it's mad how it's mad how hard it is to build it up and then it's 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 gas how easy it is to lose it but there's always somebody worse there isn't there there's always somebody you can look down and have a bit of a laugh at or you know it'll pick your it'll pick you up a small bit to see to see somebody going through the pain picks you up a small bit i think well, it's bad. It's bad when you're battling with the goalkeepers. <laughs> so, they're not the people I want to be beside. But, <laughs> uh, when I was when I was younger, I'd say that's that was more so. But I thankfully I've got more discipline in my off season that I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. It, it, it's a challenge, but I I don't think like even the run that we would have done a few years ago. I don't think it doesn't go to that level anymore. Like yeah, the, like the, the, it's it's a lot. It's a lot shorter and sharper. I suppose the science behind it yeah. with the, the interval running and mass running rather than the the slogging of the 1200 meter runs and 2000 meter runs or 3k runs and all that it still it still has a place but like it's it's more now and um, game specific of what you're going to be doing this season the show is brought to you by airgrid they're the proud sponsors of the under 20 all ireland football championship 
Not only is Airgrid delivering a cleaner energy future for Ireland, they are invested in development of our most promising GA players and the managers that helped them to shine. Come here, Damien. I, I, the Galway team of 98 and 01, what age would you have been during that time? I was four for the 98 and, and seven for the, the 01. Jesus. So, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember an awful lot of 98, but um, I remember the 01, right, the celebrations going over to Kilrairn and and top of the road here when they pass and stuff in class. How how far is Killer Aaron from you? Ah, it'd be about fifteen minutes. 15 so Joyce minutes. would have been Joyce would have been the man around Galway. Like but it was littered. Jaff Allen was unreal. Michael Donlan. There was something about Donlan in terms of of that was a brilliant footballing team, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, ja, yeah. A lot of them, Derek Savage. Uh, we were we were blessed, and then Big Kevin, Sean O'Donnell, midfield and stuff. It was class, yeah. And yeah. a few of the Clarefin boys, I remember they came over to school and stuff with the cup afterwards. Um, the Comers and that and, and Kieran Fitz. But yeah, it was it was great. I was great times and and to think that it's been that long since it's since it's happened is is a, a killer really. But um yeah, they were they were good memories. Still still remember them, like even though I was only only young. But ninety eight not so much. I still remember going to celebrations ninety eight, but vaguely. But um oh one, yeah, it was class. They had the perfect balance, like they had. They were, I think, they were the. Everybody talks about <clears throat> the Tyrone team and the Northern teams, and Jesus, they get insulted when we call them Northern teams. But they, they, they kind of brought a defensive side to it. But I think before that, that Galway team was the first team that we noticed that their forwards worked and tracked like absolute dogs. Up to that, it was. You know, you you'd, you'd follow out to whatever line, but you'd leave them off then, like or whatever. They weren't tracking him back, like. But that forward line, with the silk that it had in terms of killing you on the scoreboard, they worked like absolute dogs. Yeah, no, it's class. I even some of the scores that, that they got, like, um, I'm I'm sure you've seen the documentary Year Till Sunday. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, even I give you goosebumps watching it back still, like. But um, fairness, to Pat Comer is that was he was well well ahead of his time. Um, with the with the camera recorder, but yeah, just uh, I did did some talent, just natural natural talent. Um, but like serious individuals, individual players, but as a team, then they were collectively they were they were brilliant runners from the like Decky Meehan, Paul Clancy, that that goal that the two boys ah, combined. Christ, that goal was one of the, but the ball that was put into Decky Meehan was unreal. Over over the shoulder from Clancy, yeah, it was yeah. Class. Uh, oh, it was cast. But the battles you had Joyce and you had Clancy. The, the absolute far. I remember I was trying to trying to mark. Um, I marked Donlan in the two thousand final. I wasn't put on him for the. I, we drew. I wasn't put on him for the second game because I, I I was struggling to catch up with him. He was the fastest man I've ever marked. The fastest man I've ever seen soloing a ball was uh, Michael Donlan. He was absolutely yeah. unreal. Um, yeah. Your teaching, Damien. Do you find the teaching? Lends itself obviously to the life of a footballer. Yeah, it 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 probably does in a in a sense that obviously you're never you're never um caught up in evenings unless you're doing parent teacher meetings or a bit of work after school. Um, it allows you it allows you that, but um, it's still yeah, it's 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 a good job, but it's still it's strenuous. Like you come home you come home from teaching and you be fit for the coach for an hour or two before training because. Obviously, dealing dealing with teenagers can be tough at times. Like in fairness, in in Clare College, I teach the the kids are lovely students. 
really nice students, good, good really good staff. Alamongi, the principal, in fairness, he runs he runs a very good show in, in fairness. But um, no, it can be it can be draining. It 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 works. It's just because because of the time frame you have your you have your job. Um, it's fixed time and you're able to work. I actually took a career break this year. Um, in order to do that traveling at the end, and so I I was took a year out and I was doing doing different bits and um, during Congratulations. the years. So I wasn't actually teaching this year, but back now in September. Um, but. Yeah, it does. It allows it complements it pretty well. In fairness. Do you think, fellas? Do you think there's fellas that you'd see that isn't spoken about, or it isn't said, or it isn't highlighted that are actually struggling balancing work and intercounty? There probably is. I know. I know this year. You know, um, like sometimes it can be hard. Like we we used to meet fairly early. Like we be we be in Pierce Stadium there during the summer for six o'clock. Like like some jobs don't finish don't finish till five, and then you have to try and get across go traffic. And stuff like it is you, like you, you need to have fairly understanding bosses yeah. um that are able to let you go and then your boys traveling down from dublin they must only work half days in dublin if they're able to get to salt hill for for six o'clock um so yeah there, there definitely would be but like it's very it's very there's very few that you'd see in in strenuous jobs anymore i suppose um that day is gone no, i do a bit i used to do a bit of plumbing still do the odd bit of plumbing as well my uncles my my father was a plumber so I'd be um, handy enough with that from a from bit of experience, but it's a slog. Like. You'd probably make more money at the plumbing than you would at the teaching. Oh, you would. <laughs> you would if you, <laughs> if you went down at full time, but the thought of going plumbing every day is a bit like the thought of the winter training for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying. I always was envious, Damien, the, the Connacht Championship. The one thing, always envious of the trip to New York. Did you get many of the trips to New York? We on, I only got one. It was my second year. I made my debut in 2014 against London. And in 2015, we went to New York. And then 2020, it was called off because of COVID. Oh, and there was half a goal. Half a goal. We had their tickets booked to all my family and good few of the cousins stuff were going heading out. It was going to be a, a great old trip. But um, yeah, it's, 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 it's class. But at the same time, you have to go out and do a job. And yeah. there's, always, there's always that in the back of your mind. You're trying to enjoy it. I remember when we went with Kevin. Um, because of the fact that PJ pulled us out of the fire, go out of the fire. Um, when was it? It must have been was it twenty ten? Yeah, I think it was. Um, they needed PJ to come up to kick a few scores to get them out of trouble, and then after that, then it was literally Kevin Walsh. When we went out there, he had a stay in about a half an hour out in the city. Um, there was no distractions. <laughs> Literally. wasn't taking any chances. No, taking no chances, and we actually got a vomit in the, the in twenty. Over the 2015 when we went out there we got about half our panel got a vomiting bug in the plane the way out so like i i got injured i got an elbow in the mouth and damaged teeth literally it was the last league game which is about three or four weeks before that so i had to get wires put in and stuff and i was only going out for the trip i wasn't really supposed i, I think i was supposed to tug but it was there was no chance to be playing you and, were staying in manhattan so <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I, was try, I was trying my best but um the full forward, Paddy Sweeney, at the time he got he got sick, and I was the next the next one in line, and I ended up playing, kicked one four, and that was it. Played started full forward. That was twenty fifteen, and that was I was in twenty fourteen. My debut year was playing wing forward. Um, well, he carried better in the quarter final in twenty fourteen, and then twenty fifteen, yeah, I started kind of playing full forward, and that was the first game. Kicked one four against New York, and I, I was full forward in for, forevermore, pretty much. 
the, you do get a day or two outside. Like when you look at your year management, you had Divoli inside there, you have Concanon inside there, you have PJ obviously, and and PJ is always kind of spoken in the media where fellas need their downtime, they need to switch off. Would you do you think that you have a good healthy balance in terms of it being too serious and having a social life? I yeah, in fairness, I think uh, Park is. I think he handles it very well. In fairness, like because. Like there's an awful lot of stuff going on in the world as well, and like football is only a small part of yeah. somebody's life. Like so, um, yeah. But it's you. You try and get the balance right, and if we had only a week between games, there'd be no question you wouldn't be allowed. But if we had a, if we had a two week if we had a week off, say in the league, and um, like quite often we if we went down to went down to Cork last year, played them league match, and it was a Saturday evening, and instead of going down the day before, you go down and stay that night. Yeah. Um, and we all went out in Cork and a bit of crack. And same when we were playing down Tralee, if it was a Saturday night game or Friday night game, we, you'd you'd go down and 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 stay down the night and make it make a kind of social thing of it as well. But it's that can be that can be as good for a team, especially if if once you have the the time to recover afterwards. Like I think that I think there's such an emphasis on on drink bans and uh, and that in in GA. Whereas like when you look at professional teams like soccer players who are getting paid millions to to play the game rugby players and they like the soccer players i think even go united lads they're getting paid um semi-professionally and it's like i think after once that tuesday comes if the game that weekend they're not allowed to drink after tuesday there's like yeah. up to, or something like that i think one of the boys said that before and premier league like you see premier league stairs out the week before a game as well and you're like here we are four-week drink ban um coming into your first league game or something like I, I, in fairness, Boric doesn't do that, and he never, never puts a drink. Like he'd, he'd be, he'd be open enough to say that, and which is fair enough. But like when you get to, you get to the stage where you know, like people always ask you, "Oh, is your diet very strict?" And what can you eat? Like we have a very good nutritionist, Shane Bradbury. She's excellent. Like and like we all know at the stage, like she, she probably spoon feeds us nearly too much, but yeah. we all, we all know at this stage what you can and can't eat. Like and same with, same with alcohol. Like once if you're going out in the team environment, I don't think they mind. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if you were going absconding and heading off for a few points on the QT, it'd be that's where the that's where the slack would come. Galway's a big county, though, Damien. To be easy, find a bolt hole that you wouldn't get caught. <laughs> There's too many people. <laughs> phones, phones now are cursed. <laughs> um, no, I remember. I remember hearing a story from 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 your household, right? Oh, <laughs> there was no phones back in our day, and we were still caught. To his. I'd say there was there was birds flying from South Kerry telling Jack where we were and what we were doing. I have it too. Um, come here, the whole setup you you touched on it there with the nutritionist. Do you enjoy the training? Like there was when you go into training now, like again, and it's not a million years ago. One fella would do everything. When you go into training, there's fellas doing the warm up. There's fellas doing maybe the the, the physical stuff with the running, the S and C stuff, the coaching stuff, and then you have the football at the end. Do you enjoy? The structure of the sessions that are there, and I'd say most inter-county teams would have similar structures now. Like, it is in fairness. It's it's just it's it's so organised. Like it's yeah. it it is a it is a professional setup. Like you've literally got like your meetings beforehand, your video analysis. Then you go up in the pitch. Yeah, you have the S and C boys taking the activation and then the warm up, making sure you're ready for the training. And then you'd have different coaches coming in. Like we had. So you'd have Park doing bits, you'd have Divo doing some defensive work, and you might have then you have Keen O'Neill doing um different drills. 
So yeah, it's, it's it, they all have they all have an aspect, and I suppose they all have an input. And then you have like that, you have your 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 kit men and and your nutritionist and that getting stuff ready. They might have gels or different fuel that you might need on the sideline. If you're playing an in-house game, they'd have the the water and stuff like. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that goes in behind the scenes. It's probably they don't get enough credit for for what they do for the amount. Like some of it's tankless. I know, like carrying your own water bottles and stuff and picking up gear after after that and stuff. It's not the most not the most enjoyable thing to be doing but in fairness they like doesn't ever complain towards them and it's it's it's, it takes a lot of people to make a tick um in fairness like i was i was thinking there yesterday like you have to be ready to play any style of football now and you have to be ready to play any team with whatever type of football they're going to play if i asked you do you find it easier to play or would the team find it easier to plan and play against a dairy or a carry? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, is the same fear there? Is the same fear there playing against a defensive team as there was maybe four or five years ago? Um, no, because I think everyone's better equipped and they've seen how to how to break it down. I think Derry alone, like even last year when we, when we knew we were going to, I was hoping that Clare would beat Derry. I was like, just didn't want to play Derry because they're very, they're very good at what they do. Um, like just their structure uh, with all the with all the teams up the north. I think Derry's structure is is the hardest to break down. I think they're very very good at it, and when they're in control of possession, they rarely give it away. Like that's why the second half yesterday I, I couldn't get over the amount of turnovers that Derry were having. Yeah. and it's probably like Stephen O'Brien coming in. Um, he got two of them early on. But they were they were forcing forcing turnovers that they don't normally do. They're very controlled in possession, and like yeah, it was a strange one. But like Kerry, Carrier can give you chances to to play against them, which is always nice. And I found against Dublin as well, and Mayo to a certain extent, they'll they'll play football with you, so they'll give you a chance to beat them. But yeah, you you it, it can turn into a shootout um, at times. Whereas it's probably it it can be um, a more enjoyable game playing against the likes of them than than a dairy. You probably look forward to it more, yeah. Yeah, I was going to, like, I was even thinking, I was coming down the road late last night, and I was thinking, like, it's a huge thing. How you you spoke about how defensively organised they are, and they were going to play Kerry, and they were going to leave, Kerry were going to leave Clifford up, and McCaig would have to stay with him. And we were contemplating, would the goalie stay back or would he stay in goal or would he come out? And he came out, right? And he comes out. And it, Kerry couldn't play the sweeper. They're comfortable with Marley inside protecting. So they couldn't play with Marley. And then I'm thinking, Dublin and Kerry, Shane Ryan doesn't like coming out. Cluxon doesn't like coming out. That means both teams are probably going to give each other the sweeper. Yeah. I put you on the spot, Damien. Call. how do you think... Or who do you think uh, is going to win the All Ireland? I, I was, I would have said Dublin. Um, if, say even after the Mayo game when they when they were playing Mayo, I was surprised by how how, how good they were against Mayo. Um, I just thought it was a real a real statement. Um, and then uh, yeah, even even leading into that, I, I thought they would have beaten Mayo, but I didn't think they would have beaten them by that much. Because in fairness to Mayo, they never they never go down they never go down that easily. They're very yeah. hard team to, to beat. Um 
But yeah, and even 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 still after the weekend, Kerry was Kerry were very impressive in the way they came. I thought they were gone when when they were two down against yeah. Derry and Doherty had a good chance probably to put yeah. them to put them three up. Um, I thought that was it. I thought, just thought even the way things were happening, hitting the post and stuff, there was a couple of things happening in the game. The bounce, um, yeah. inches bounce over the bar. Like I was like, when those things happen, sometimes you're like, it's today is going to be our day. Um, but I yeah, I just. I think it's going to be a serious, serious game. Um, looking forward to it. But yeah, I think I think Dublin, I think Dublin are hurting a lot from from that semi final last year as well. Yeah, um, they would have been they would have been raging that how, how close they were and all the talk was about Kerry and how good they were, and then the Dubs literally brought to, to the pin of the collar. Um, so I know with the extra with the extra boys back, I think I think they they probably I I give them slight favourites. Um, yeah. Kerry final. I always. I think of um, uh, the Dubs would kind of get half insulted or, or think that I'm kind of looking at the, the, the Dublin teams that are there now and you would have played against the Dublin team that were in their pomp and the six in a row team. Like, it's not comparing likes with like. You, you've, you've, I don't think the Dublin team now are anywhere like they were four or five years ago. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that the Dublin team now can win in All-Ireland. They're course they can win in Northern Ireland but I do think geez I, I, I've yet to see somebody put the performances and you wouldn't want to be heaping pressure and then but I don't think there'll be too many people watching us anyway Damien or chatting about it but with Clifford geez I think he's the difference in putting the favourite tag on Kerry than Dublin I think it'll be a cracking game Um would you start if you were if you were a Dublin player or if you were looking at it from the outside and you've come across both? Would you start Jack McCaffrey and Kieran Kilkenny? I think you have to. I don't know. I don't know why they're not. They're not playing them. Um, like I, I think I think coming into this game they're probably not going to have a choice but to but to start both of them because it's such because of the the pedigree of the game. No more than Monaghan the weekend starting McManus is like a statement from the start. Like. That you're you're going to need your best players in the pitch, and obviously, they are they are two serious players. So, I I don't know I don't know why. What's the reason they haven't been starting? Probably could be down to a bit of injury or something. But um, no, I think I think they have to play. Yeah, and the I think forward going, I line, think like you have, you had Scully. Scully was the only natural half hour. You had Small out in the half hour. Like you had Mannion there. You had Baskell inside. You had Costello inside. Uh, who who am I forgetting? Um. You have five lads that were inside players, and you have Brian Howard out around the middle. You have McCarthy. Jeez, McCarthy is an unbelievable performer, Damien, isn't he? Was, we're yeah. going for it. Have you come across him on the pitch? Clash with him? Now, to be fair, you wouldn't come out. I couldn't see you coming out. <laughs> <in the list. laughs> I still, yeah, I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't back myself too much against that man. He's a machine. Um, <laughs> No, he's some player. He's some player. Just he, he drives he drives Dublin himself himself and Fenton like are just two two absolute machines for them. Yeah. Um, but like yeah, it, the, again it's going to come down to that midfield battle. Like uh, the carry the, the carry boys did well enough around the middle. I know Rogers Rogers got on a lot of ball, but Glass yeah. Glass I thought was probably quieter than usual. Um, which and he would have been probably predicted to have a big game against the carry midfield. So. That'll be a big one, like Fenton. If you can, if you can stop Fenton and McCarthy, yeah. like do you think big... Cluxton? Do you think Cluxton is still as influential as he was, or has every press 
and goalie and county improved in that general area that the same they don't have the same advantage as they once had no i i don't i don't think so i don't think he, i don't think he can be obviously he's still he's still very good but i still i think the game has evolved even more again the last the last few years um like he still like he was uh, he hit some lovely kickouts the last day as well but yeah. um yeah he's like he like, like every goalie he's still capable of the odd one over the sideline um he's human as well but i think i think the standard of goalkeeping has just gone to another level um some of them some of them can just they can hit kickouts wherever they want. It's literally pinging them out. So um, I don't think I don't think he's as good as he as he was. But I suppose time will tell. And back then was 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 there an aggressive four four press coming? Probably not. Yeah. Um, so it was easier to get chips off and and pick different pockets. But when you when you've got when you've got seven or eight lads up in, inside the forty five, that's that's where it tests what you can do. Anyone can anyone can get out long, and if you're kicking defending. Sometimes it's going to make you look good as well. <laughs> Pull out the middle and let the boys contest it. But um, I still he still has a lot to offer. But it's hard to say. It's hard to it's hard to um, think that he'd be he'd be still as sharper, still as good as he was, say in, the, in his pomp of of that time. So you're going for Kerry? No. 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 <laughs> I think I think I think Dublin will win it. Do you? I think I, th- I think Dublin will win it. Um, yeah, I don't. There won't be much in it, but I think I think Dublin by Dublin by a small margin. Well, I'll tell you, there's a couple of things. If 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 there's any tickets out Galway way that you're not using, send them down to Kerry. Don't be sending them up to the Dubs at all. That's number one. Are you going to go travelling for the rest of the summer, Damien? Are you going to? <clears throat> no, no, no plans. No plans at the moment. Um, stay around now and try and get back into train. Um, started doing some other running again on the hamstring, so. Um, Trying to get back in, get right for first round of championship, and now I'll be staying put. Might have an old day to go with races. That's that's that'll be about the height of it. A couple <laughs> of games of golf, maybe. Um, but yeah, nothing. No, nothing planned. Nothing, nothing planned at the moment. Well, we might get onto that friend of ours. We might try to get down to a day or again to be the right job. I'll, <laughs> I'll put him under pressure. Uh, <laughs> Damien, I've really enjoyed the chat. Uh, thanks a million for coming on another super episode. Because of that, uh, thanks to Airgrid, the sponsors, proud sponsors involved in the GA since 2015. If you want to watch any of the other li- uh, episodes, they're in the link below. Damien, even though I don't think you need it, you're heading off to a wait session with the club. I, I, I hope that goes well. And thanks a million for being with us and all the best for, for this year and all of next year. Gramila Mahagat, Damien. Gramila Thanks again to our sponsor, Airgrid. Proud supporters of the Air Grid Under-20 All-Ireland Football Championship and leaders in Ireland's pursuit of a cleaner energy future. Don't forget to follow, subscribe and review. Gormila Mahagat.